What's up, everybody? Welcome to Bomb City Locker Room Talk Podcast. You're listening to episode 94. As always, I'm Bob. I'm Catch Mosley. I'm Adrian. I am Korgath, the Destroyer. And we are here to welcome episode 94. All right, so we're getting ever so close to the episode 100. Tonight's episode, we're going to do a little bit of a Christmas recap, talk about some random things. We do have Joseph King that is back on the podcast tonight. Last names. Wow. <laughs> welcome back. <laughs> like it fucking matters. Like it matters. It's on your jacket, which, by the way, that is a very lovely looking self monogram. Hey, let me, let me get the, the view of the other side there. This was the mm. old company I used to wear for Rico. Work, right? I never wear this, but it was a nice vest that I... Is it warm? Yeah. Not really. No. <laughs> have you seen the vests and jackets that have the heating elements built into them? Those look amazing. Do you charge it? Uh, I think so, yeah. I think it's USB charged. I think they're only like 160 bucks, but apparently they're really, really nice. See, that's something only like white people do. It's like, I'm like, do you charge it? And he's like, yes, it's USB charged. Like... <laughs> <laughs> what other fucking charging way is there? USB battery C, charged. Whatever the hell Android is. Triple A or double A. That's more white people bullshit. Right, right, Adrian? You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, I, I could talk at length about, you know, all the atrocities that's happening in the cobalt mines in the Congo. If we want to go about, like, you know, the lithium ion. I don't battery. think. Mm-mm. Never heard of that. Not going down that. Oh, dude, it's horrible. Hole tonight. Horrible. No, I, vast majority I, as in I don't the, care. The vast majority <laughs> of the world's cobalt reserves are in a small portion of the Congo. What jungle. is cobalt? Cobalt. I know it's, it's a, a metal. It's an atomic, you know, it's it an has an the alloy. atomic weight of uh, 58.9. It is. Uh, <laughs> it's on the periodic table. Um, I, Bill <laughs> and I over here. Fuck. That was in Ghostbusters 2. Thank you very much. Um, but yeah, it's 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 crucial at the refined uh, in in lithium ion batteries and any kind of rechargeable battery. So for the two people that are still listening, <laughs> thank you for sticking around. What else is going on? <laughs> how was Christmas? Yeah, Christmas. Christmas. Did how, y'all have how a good was one? y'all's Christmas? It was good. Yeah, man. Wednesday through Friday of last week, we went to Red River as a family. We went skiing. We stayed at the World Mark, which is a series of condos there at the base of the ski mountain, right by the Copper Lift. Red River actually ran about 15 feet behind the property, so that was really neat. We walked up and down the river, saw tons of trout swimming up and down. It was amazing. And uh, the, the skiing was really nice, you know, 9,000 feet at the summit. Sill and I went down a few times, but a majority of our time was spent near the bunny slopes where the small ski lift was. The kids learned how to ski over there. And they really picked it up about halfway through the day. We got a full day lift ticket, which we thought was worth it. It was just an amazing experience for the kids. And it was Estella's first time. It was my fifth time. I just love the mountains. If I could move, you know, anywhere near the mountains, I would be happy. Love being outdoors. I I definitely think that we'll be back Uh, next year. We'd like to go to maybe Sipapu or Angel Fire. Uh, I know Sipapu is really small mountain. I think we'd have a lot of fun there with the kids. But next time, uh, we want to go skiing, skiing, and really make a trip out of it and have the freedom that we want. We're going to go without the kids and maybe go somewhere further away, Wolf Creek, Taos, which Taos is pretty close to Red River. But skiing is so much fun, man. It is a blast. Fell only a few times. It didn't take me long to, to regain all the muscle memory that I had gained throughout the years. Kids fell a lot. Stella fell a lot. After, like I said, after half a day, they got the hang of it. And we were flying down the the green slopes and having a good time. Do you have any desire to snowboard? 
I'd love to learn, but I've never, never tried. I've heard it's it's a lot harder than skiing. Joseph, I, I've always, I've never gave a fuck about skiing. Like I don't care. And what's funny about that is like not not that I don't care about your story and your Christmas. And also, and also, hang on, it also doesn't answer my question of do you snowboard? But okay, go ahead. No, I thought we were talking about but both. Like, you know, no. um, but. Me and a friend were talking about this actually yesterday, and I, he sent me this meme, and it was like, "Bro, just come skiing with me. Lift tickets cost one hundred fifty dollars a day. You can rent skis for another fifty. You can get lessons for one hundred twenty. It's so fun, and your risk of injury is so high, bro. Come on, bro. You won't feel your hands, and you'll get sunburn on your face, bro. That like, is that's you that's know skiing what? The, the only thing that was cold periodically was just my face. Everything else was fine. That is one thing that I do find amazing and astounding is how you can get incredibly sunburned." While skiing, yeah, we got a little red. Degree temperatures, like it, it wasn't it's, bad. It's so cool. It's the sun's reflecting off the snow, and that's incredibly cool. Yeah, we all had our goggles on, so we were protected pretty well. Didn't put any sunscreen on. Have you ever skied, Adrian? No, never? I've never even been to a resort. Me neither. I never fun. have. I've been to like resort towns. Don't knock it yeah. until you try it, like Angel Fire or whatever. Yeah. Have you seen I, the movie I, I, I Out Cold? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah, a good movie. Mm. It's a movie. It has its, it's fun, much like a movie we were watching. It's a lot of fun. I liked the movie we were just watching, uh, Violent Night. I thought it was hilarious. Campy as all get out, but like any Christmas movie, it is. And it's hilarious. I laughed so hard. Multiple times. Yeah, it was not serious whatsoever. I liked it when I watched it. I thought it was. I thought it was. It was good different. Movie. How are you not entertained, it Joseph? It's in. I don't know. It's like, like different genres mixed Santa into Claus one. You know what? You know town. what? You know what I like about it. It's 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 not a superhero movie. It's not uh, a shitty scary movie, and that's all. And, and it's not a remake, and that's all Hollywood seems to do these days. So there have been so many other movies put out that do not fit that. Let me think. But, but I'm saying, on, let me start. Most of the most of the blockbusters. Ninety five. <laughs> I'm talking about recently. That's all yeah. that comes out nowadays. So I agree. It's. It's a bunch of movies mixed into it's, one. If you want to dump, genres, it, you guess. know what I liken it to? It's not anywhere near this type of movie, but the same experience is just dumb fun is like Hubie Halloween. Yeah. Just a just yeah. a scary movie. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Because yeah. there's there's killing in that as well, and it's funny. But like what other, real what other action movies are kind of like stupid, silly, funny? Tropic Thunder. 20. No. 21 Jump Street was technically considered yeah. an action yeah, movie. Yeah, I would movie. consider that. That was, that was funny. But this still has more uh, of a serious tone to it. I thought yeah. this would be a lot more serious than what it was, though. That's I thought that. Oh, was really? Was you thought you were going to go like full drama? Yeah, I thought it I was going to be. I could tell from the previews this yeah. was Yeah. I can't imagine I didn't them know going it was goofy. full drama on a Santa Claus that murders people. Well, and that's probably why they did it, right? It's like, well, didn't yeah. they come well, out with a movie like this a few years ago? Did they? It was like killing and there was a Santa involved and a well, Krampus was, or whatever. Yeah, but it was a Mel Gibson movie. Oh, the horror movie. Yeah, Krampus or whatever. That's just Oh, like, that was different. But that's based on like an actual... Krampus yeah. is like a... Right. But still, horror and Christmas don't mix. It's stupid. No, I agree. That's what I'm saying. Like this Horror and goofy. Christmas, I think, do mix. Like but I, Maybe it's because I, I really enjoy Christmas so much that like when it's Christmas time, I want to watch Christmas Vacation. I want to watch Home Alone, Home Alone yeah. 2. Yeah. Uh, just like shit like that. Did you go down the rabbit hole? This of- is not. I, it's worth a watch. Uh, this is not yeah. something yeah. that I'll. And I came in when you were like halfway through it. <coughs> I want to see it from start to finish one time. That Be done with it. Yeah. yeah. Did you go down the rabbit hole that is Home Alone movies and videos? This Christmas, we only watched the first three, but I didn't realize that you watched were like, three. We watched Home Alone one, two, and Home Alone three. We watched so, Home Alone two yesterday, 
It was pretty good. I mean, yeah. not all in one day. Do y'all know Home Alone 3 is a thing? No. Yeah, but it's not with Macaulay Culkin. No. And right. So yeah. it's shit. I like the second one better. It, I will say this. They made a fourth <clears throat> one, apparently. Oh, they've made so many. But three is still technically worth a watch once when you were little. I don't know how it is today. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, it is. And the kids really liked it. When did year. it come out? Late 90s? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Or like like one of those 98. like 99, 2000 movies. Yeah. But it was... It was a. Uh, it's it's worth a watch. It, especially like kids would enjoy it. But yeah, and it's, it's different. It's not a bad. It's not terrible. Yeah, and it's different because it's not the parents go on vacation and the kids left at home. It's the kids left at home while his family's at, at work. work, and his brothers and sisters are at school, and someone's trying to break into the house and look for something. And like they get the story kind of goes a little. Too, it's almost kind of like the 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 cramp or the violent night thing like yeah it's a there's a rich item in this neighborhood but there's no and they got the wrong situation. house yeah okay and violent night does pay a little bit of an homage to home alone yes, because the little does. girl sets traps with incredibly more graphic repercussions for the uh the offenders mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not harry harry <laughs> adrian liked it right you liked it violent night yeah yeah, I thought it was. I thought did it was y- good. Did y'all see that new different. one with uh, Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds? Spirited. I couldn't I get started into it, it, but I. I, I yeah, yeah I felt, not good. I'm, I fell asleep not, halfway through. I, I I don't do musicals. Oh, is yeah, it a musical? It's a, it's a musical. Oh, I don't do musicals either. Um, I do, I do that's musicals. That's why I turned it off. It depends on what it is. I tried to watch it and like I I just couldn't get into it because of all the musical. Yeah, stuff I'm not a going musical person either. Just, I just mm. couldn't do it. As far it. as movies go, see, and I I like musicals, but the hardest part is musicals are really fun to me because it's not fucking Leonardo DiCaprio doing a musical. You know, it's somebody else. It's a lot of raw talent with it, and Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds in a musical just wasn't. I don't know. I feel like Ryan Good. would probably be okay. Everybody else, the background dancers, and like that was really impressive because it looked like, I mean, it looked like a Broadway theater show. It, it reminded really me of that, that still shit. comedy ice skater movie. I can't remember. Blades of Glory. Yeah, that one. It didn't remind me of that at all. The only musical I ever think I really liked was Sweeney Todd. That was good. With, uh, what was that? Uh, Johnny Depp. Yeah. Hey, the new um, Ric Flair documentary dropped today on Peacock. If any of you guys are Ric Flair fans, wrestling fans, I know Joseph's not, but I but it's pretty I, good. But I like Ric Flair, and I'd like to watch that. I think it'd be cool. I yeah, that's about two hours long. I, <coughs> I I used to really be into wrestling, but I I've never really liked Ric Flair. I think I, he's I always he was before found, our time. I always found him annoying. But he did wrestle a lot. He's more old when school. we were younger. Yeah, I mean, he got a start in the seventies and through the eighties. He was really big and. He was world champ at that time, but in the 90s... 50 years later, who gives a shit? That's I don't know. Like, I've never been into wrestling, you know? Like, it, it was just... But we, you're a we, documentary fan. We've talked about... Yeah. And we've talked about this, like, on a podcast before. Like, I just... I My mom was hyper-Christian at the time. <laughs> I know that sounds weird, but, like, I was just... I wasn't allowed to watch certain things with my mom. And then my dad, like, he would have it on, and I just wasn't into it. I mean, we lived through... One of the best periods of wrestling in general with the Attitude Era and WCW was bought by WWF and all the big stars were really popular at that time with The Rock, Stone Cold, Sting, all those guys. So I feel like we experienced the best era of wrestling. I do respect it, right? Like I respect it for what it is and I think it's cool that something like that has had the tenure that it's had. Like that it's still that people still are like it's almost like it's almost like Santa Claus, right? Like, it's cool that that thing is still a myth. 
Well, it's like theater. I mean, it's it's just dramatic theater that you have yeah. to be super athletic to do. You're not wrong. And it's acting. It's it's everything can compiled into one thing yeah but none of those things one are the skill. reason why the people that watch wrestling watch wrestling they're not watching it for the acting component or the amazing theatrics or anything my like grandparents watch it because they think that that shit's real no my grandparents Dude, watched uh, it for the same people for the reason years. the same reason the white bitches and the, the stay-at-home moms watch real housewives atlanta is because they buy into that i shit. have to disagree because i know a lot of older people that know it's fake that's that know it's but scripted Adrian, that watch i'm, it I'm because not comparing your grandparents lines, to the dipshits and i'm not today, just and i'm the not just referring to my grandparents. Adrian, I'm Adrian, hang on. Hang on. Hang people on. that right, watch let's, it. Let's take like take another opinion. Adrian, <laughs> do you think James and I only want to hear that it. wrestling is viewed by people that the majority of people think they're into it because they're into the what it is, or it, they believe it? Well, when I was a kid, I thought it was real. Right. Most but, people did. But. I, and and I think that's still kind of how it is now. I think a lot of these kids that watch it now, they think... Define kid. How old are you talking here? I would say preteen. Okay. I, I still I say, I agree I with say, that. But like, there's preteen. adults that go to these things. Are they believing? Without kids. I don't think... No. If you're... If you've got to be... Something, something's got to be mentally wrong with you uh, if you're an adult and you <laughs> think again, that this shit is real. you're buying into the storylines. You're wanting to go because okay, you're no, like wanting it, the storylines and buying you're into You're twisting it. it. Uh, we said, is it? are there people believing it's real? There's nothing wrong with buying into the... Like me, I love Christmas time, right? I want to get in the Christmas spirit. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with buying into it. Right. That's fine. To right. get into the, like the, oh, yeah, let's go, Stone Cold. Let's, you know, you know they get hyped and you want to go see them. But you know that this shit's fake but you're you're enjoying the moment it's like going to i don't know like a like a blink 182 concert and you're acting like a 16 year old kid again you're buying into the experience that you're there for the, but it's you, not and you buy into spider-man the, and all those superheroes the adults, exactly like, again, the way again. the way star wars makes you like it on something really cool happens and it makes you tear up but the adults you're buying into the experience the adults that i know pre-kids that went to wrestling bought into it as real as that's, the storylines are real that's a, that's a that's few and far between it's that i agree small with that minority. that are just a hundred percent saying no bro this is fucking real this is gonna be big major outcomes and and he said this about them and i just think gonna, the, it's gonna go down the like older audience are, you're saying people are looking at this like it's ufc the pre-children <laughs> kids and the kids that did not have, or the people that did not have children that I know as adults that went to that, yes. And that's not to say that UFC doesn't have drama and fake shit behind it, but, yeah, but there's yeah. still two dudes going in and beating the fuck out of each other. Oh, yeah. That's not happening in wrestling. No. No, I just think the older audience knows what it is for what it is, and they just enjoy it. What and it, it is. And it's, it's just entertainment at that point. It's just Going along and enjoying the storylines and getting into the characters and supporting, you know, different characters just like people do with comic books or movie characters. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I guess people, I just don't go to the theater and I'm like, fuck yeah! Fuck Thanos up! It's just a different... Kick his ass! It's I a different don't. atmosphere, different interaction, different... But what I'm getting at is people get, like, goosebumps it's a sport, when, they, when they have, like, a big spoiler scene in a movie. Like if you really like like okay you've every I'm gonna spoil a movie here so sorry if you haven't seen uh, No Way Home but five four three two one when Tobey Maguire shows up in that Spider Man movie the feeling you get as a as a fan of that and you're just like oh yeah that's awesome you're buying into the experience in every yeah. sporting event you've ever 
participated in or watched as a spectator, you get that excitement and wrestling is a sport. Like just, just that, oh, that's awesome. Because you're excited. You, you, you're it's it's but a break I never, from reality. I never bought I never bought into the to the attachment to teams part of it. Like I enjoy the sport, but I never got into the storyline part of it. That's why I always <clears throat> find it hard to connect to make that oh, connection. Well, like because so you never like grew up a with a favorite like team. In, NWO. No, I mean, not, I mean, I had like else. yeah, like that was a lot of fun. But I, I never, I never is. had like I had teams that I liked, but I never paid that much attention. I was like, oh, this is something that I really need to delve a lot of my time into is, is oh, this team do. and this i know our, our teams are religious where where can us. you watch wrestling now like what's the main one what's the big one that uh, people I know have there's like a there's like a network. friday night is it the one on fox on friday you can, nights you can, you, can actually, you can actually get on peacock yeah it's on you can peacock you can too. watch oh, nice. old episodes of like smackdown and raw Oh, from really? like the late 90s that's kind of on cool. there that'd be cool um, for somebody they've got i'm sure I mean, there's yeah, there's fans of all ages, but, but yeah, I, I'm not into it anymore. Res- but I res- appreciate it. Wrestling's big enough now to where it's yeah, it's on local networks. Like they, it's uh, I think it's Friday night. SmackDown is on Fox. That's the big one, right? Like yes. it's like that. Yeah, that, SmackDown, that, SmackDown, and Raw are still where the, the two logo kind of looks like the Detroit Lions. It's like silver yeah, and blue. Yeah, yeah. SmackDown and Raw are and still Raw like the is biggest. red and black. I mean, I appreciate it. I still respect promotions. It. So is Raw I on USA? As, as athletes too, because USA so. USA used to show it's either that USA all the time. or TBS, one of those. Yeah, it's, one of those. Me and my kids sports. went to a WWE event here at the Civic Center in the summer, and those athletes are legit. Like the things I've they do in that ring, oh, you've yeah. got to be peak t- peak oh, top I mean, shape. Even, yeah, yeah even those stunts that they do, like they you, do so you much acrobatic be, movements, and you can't just be any willy nilly. What's the thing they have in Hamlet? <laughs> do they still do that? Yeah, and I was actually going to go take the That's boys a couple weeks cool. ago. Have y'all? Do y'all know what we're talking no, about? No, uh, yeah, top of Texas, top of Texas. Yeah, talk, talk about. Yeah, it's it's a wrestling venue that you can go to that's local in the north side of Amarillo, and it's just local guys and people around the Panhandle, and you know. Wrestling used to be that way anyway in Amarillo. It was part of a territory. There used to be different territories before there were like WCW or WWF and all that stuff. So like all the big wrestlers like Terry Funk and Dick Murdoch and Dusty Rhodes, they used to wrestle in our territory. Mm -hmm. And they wrestled at the fairgrounds where they used to have an arena there. Um, but that was, you know, in the oh, 60, really, 50s, 60s, 70s. Oh, yeah. yeah. Didn't the, know panhandle, the Panhandle used to be a big wrestling area. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of big names have come through here in wrestling. So, And they've paved the way or they've trained other people who eventually became superstars. It so. used to be on local TV like an hour every Saturday from what my like grandparents used to tell me. And in the late 70s, early 80s, they stopped everything that the production was sold and it dissolved eventually but it it was going on from the late 40s early 50s i think the dory and terry's dad which are the funk funk brothers their dad ran this territory for a long time and then they bought it from him and ran it and they had like you know acts like andre the giant come through Mm -hmm. and big time wrestlers that would just go from territory to territory and wrestle so yeah, the Amarillo Panhandle region was its own sector, I guess you would say. Interesting. Yeah, I I had no idea. No idea that like I knew Terry Funk lived around here. I didn't necessarily I assumed he was from here in the area, but mm-hmm. didn't know that it went so far back as that we were 
And you know, we a got hub. Yeah, we got a lot of wrestlers area. from West Texas State, which is West Texas A and M. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of football players that used to play back then in the fifties and sixties. That was in the seventies. That change from West Texas State to West Texas A and M, right? Yeah, I think so. Late eighties, yeah. early nineties, something like that. Yeah, like Dick Murdoch and some of those guys, Dusty Rhodes. They went to WT and came and wrestled for the promotion here in, in this territory and. Uh, I think Ric Flair came through quite a bit because he was really good buddies with uh, Terry Funk, and they f- wrestled overseas too. So, yeah, it's part of part of some name panhandle history. Can you, you get me saw, another beer, please? You ever saw uh, Fat Boy Phil on Viva La Bam do that? I've seen Don Vito. Well, do I've, I've I've seen uh, no Joseph because I can tell you this much. No, I'm good. Um. I feel like there was a lot more movement that you had than Don Vito could ever move. And so his was just more like a flailing um, than the gyration in your hips right now. I'm good. Uh, give me one of those in the yellow box. Unless there's another one. No, no, no. I'm good after this. All right. Make sure to cut this dead air. I am. All right, what's what, next? What's this? Going on next? See this. Five, four, three, two, one. Somebody start talking now. Go. Simply spiked. Okay. Anything else big going on? It's been a while since all four of us were here. Have you guys heard about this nine eleven thing? Oh my god! I'm gonna get dark for a minute. Uh, this is like twenty years ago. Oh, my bad. Then no, I haven't heard of anything. What's the widest thing you've seen lately, Adrian? Oh my. Mm. The wisest thing I've seen lately. Oh, man. Probably that fucking reel that I sent you um, earlier today. That fucking white dude just pissing right right there at the fucking bar <laughs> in the club. Only white dudes do that shit, man. Oh, I would agree. Only, I, I would only, say, only y'all take... I would say college-aged white only, dudes. Only, let's let's y'all simmer would down whip on it that out. now. Only let's y'all, not generalize everybody. Only y'all would, would fucking whip your dick out. I would not out. do that. Hell and no. Yes, you would. Maybe, <laughs> maybe when I was 18, 19, 20. James. Not now. No way. We pee outside, outside. often. Outside. So where, no, where was dude, he peeing? This dude was literally in the middle of a, he was like a nightclub. <laughs> he was literally Come standing on, by a bar at a nightclub. That snap you sent me the other out, day? Whipped his dick out and started taking a piss. All right, but I'll agree, I'll agree with Adrian. That's I, behind closed doors, here, sir. Here's the thing. Hey, a- Adrian's not wrong. No, she's not. She's not. Get me drunk enough, I'll probably fucking do anything. Well, and if you're telling a story about a guy that whips his dick out in the middle of a bar slash club and starts peeing, it's going to be a white guy. I passed out on a brick Nine wall times out of in ten, New yeah. Orleans and was missing for three hours. Don't think I won't piss in a fucking club. <laughs> I look like a homeless guy in New Orleans our first night there. That's I, 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 did, at least night. I had to have your back and Aaron's back when y'all had to go. Just in some random alley, you yeah, know. Because we were shit-faced. Yeah. I bet you had their back, you sick bastard. Yeah. Someone's yeah. got to be the lookout, you know. God, remember how sweet a hand grenade is? It's just so, like... Oh, it's disgusting. One, one of them's... The first one's okay. If that's the first thing you have on the night, cool. You're golden. But if you have, like, multiple... There's how do you just so many of them. And then there's all those daiquiris you can yeah. purchase that are just a concoction of... I had the shark Poison. one. I had the shark attack one. I remember that. How it was, was it? like the red, white, and blue one, right? Because yeah, I remember and it, I, Jeremy and had I, that. And it was like so sweet and so licorice. I was like, oh, I can't do this. And I didn't even finish it. I threw it away. I Generally, I you're more of a liquor person. 
I paid like fifteen dollars just to throw that shit away. God damn! <laughs> what is like the worst thing you've spent money on? Like that you're like, I just fucking threw that money in the trash. I was. It was the same thing. Like, what's something you can remember that you just don't? Well, money? Oh, our trip over the weekend, we bought pizza in Red River, and it was like seventy bucks for three pizzas. Right? Fucking worst pizza I've ever had in my life. It was salty as shit. And I just thought to myself, I just wasted fucking $70, 70 on the worst pizza I've ever ate in my life. For how many? For three pizzas. Three large pizzas. What the fuck? We did that it when we disgusting. went to, on our honeymoon, we went to Charleston, and this little pizza shop, or pizza place, right across the street from our hotel, had a giant, like, 20-inch pizza, and we didn't expect it. And so we spent $50 on this 20-inch pizza, thinking that we would have enough of it to kind of mm-hmm. keep and things like that, and it was god-awful. And we you know what my kids did with it? Pizza. They went outside with a box. We just put all of it in one box, and they just fed it to the deer. Oh, nice. Dude, I bet it, I bet if you bought three large pizzas from Domino's, it'd be close to $70. If you had it delivered? That was over. I mean, with tipping and then tax, Why it was like find closer out? to like 90 oh, I bet, I bet way, it's like $58. We but do have what? a special segment tonight while I'm thinking of it It real was supposed quick. to be good, as we were told. We do have a special segment tonight of Joseph calling people, so... Uh, that's coming up I'm soon. supposed to call somebody tonight? You will call a uh, local restaurant. Awesome. Okay. Fuck it. Why not? Yep. We're going to have to, like, if they say the name of it, we got to bleep it out. Since yeah. It's local. Uh, yeah. Okay, so the name of it is going to be... So, so what else is something that you've spent money on that's just been a waste? I, one thing that I bought that was a waste of fucking money to me was actually I bought earlier this year... When I went to New York to go visit my dad, um, we were in Manhattan and we went to a sunglass hut and I bought a pair of like $200 Oakleys. Biggest waste of fucking money. Matter of fact, I dropped them right after I fucking bought them. I dropped them and scratched them up in the fucking subway. So are you dissatisfied with the quality? Bitch, some stupid bitch fucking bumped into me because in, in the subway... <laughs> yeah, get the fuck a, out of the way. Yeah, there's a lot of trying fucking Trying to get people, the L train in. There's people trying to move quick. Everybody's running and shit so they catch the fucking train. And some, some bitch fucking bumped into me and I dropped my glasses. Were they? Did you think they were bootleg maybe that they no, got no, no. switched in there? No, or, no, 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 no. They were legit just, Oakleys. They just um, They were Two-Face. Two-Face Oakleys. Um... And I dropped them. They fucking got a little scratched up or whatever. And um, shit, now I don't even fucking wear them. It hoes. Sucks Matter of fact, spend. I don't even know where I don't even know where they're at. It's terrible like, to spend money spent, on sunglasses. I spent two hundred no, plus yeah, dollars 100%. on them. Shit. They're so cheap. They're light. They can break at any moment. Every expensive pair of sunglasses, like my close friends will know that I used to when we were growing up. I used to buy Ray Ban aviators all the fucking time. Oh, I love aviators! And I went yep. through fucking like there was a span of like five years that I went through three fucking pairs, and I would I, I remember I was living with my roommate Amos, and we were driving on uh, the Dumas Highway heading towards like downtown, and I just happened to like roll my window down. We were just doing stupid shit. And I had um, these gold framed two hundred and sixty dollar aviators on, and I turned my head like this, and they just as, fell off, and the wind just blew them the fuck off. <laughs> yeah. And then Amos ran over him because he was right behind me. Uh, I take that back. Not the stupidest. This is one of the stupidest things I. That's not a stupid thing. Oh. Um, um, just so you know, with <laughs> with a ten percent tip. Three large pizzas delivered to here right now with a ten percent tip is sixty dollars. See, I, I knew it would be close. That's pretty good. It's, I mean, that's that seems like a really good deal, though. 
Does three, it? Three large, does, three large, does it? three large. Today, three large specialty That's pizzas delivered to my house for sixty bucks. I, bought, I mean that that feeds us in fifteen bucks each. I bought each. a bag of apples that was nine dollars. You bought the it other from day. Sam's. That's the problem. No, see the problem with the pizza was you we were told that it was amazing, and it didn't live up to the hype. So yeah. you know what? Yeah. It was a waste of money. No Dude, matter how went, much we spent, these on were it. the mountain folk of Red River. And and they're supposed three, to be good. There's three fucking places to eat at. So you're no, asking there's a, a ton local. of good places to eat there, but there was like no, four. There are there though? There are there? Are there people that come four. like? Oh, I love this place. Old timers so is great. amazing. Yes, old timers is great. So great. You gotta go try <laughs> skiing, man. Stop being a puss. And that's not being a puss. It just sucks. Skiing sucks. You don't know. You've never done it. Yes, I will say this. Mm-mm. I will Didn't say like this: if, if the way that Joseph laid it out is, it's going to be roughly four hundred dollars for him to just get sore for a day. Come see me. Hey. <laughs> Bye. Speaking of getting fucked in the ass, talk to us about the way the Eagles got the shit beat out of them, Joseph. Oh, they did not, but they did lose to my Cowboys. Let's go. Yeah, it it took a backup quarterback for oh, four shut the injuries, fuck up. four injuries, uh, f- or excuse me, five injuries, four turnovers. For the Dallas Cowboys to beat us by six points at home. Yeah, congrats. Hey, neat. A win's in a, a, win, in a buddy. meaningless game. Yeah. Hey, no, Minshew's yeah. not a bad quarterback. But he played poorly means. half of that game. Mm. He You're running back. Mm. Well, no. But here's the thing. like You can't blame turnovers one play on a loss. But collectively, yeah. Yeah, we beat there ourselves. Multiple. We beat ourselves, 100. I was texting James he before that game. He still played pretty good, man. He played no good. for for not playing. In the, I just wanted him to get that win for he was efficient. Uh, I just wanted win. him to get that win for his coach that died. Like that would have been cool. Oh, and Dak tried to give you guys the game from the start, but Dak after he's so terrible, no, he's really bad. After he threw that interception, he played lights out the rest of the game. There was bad coaching. Dak didn't make a fucking mistake that entire game after that first interception. The coaching was fucking terrible from Dallas. There's no reason to some of the decisions that they sh- the calls they should have been doing. I'm just glad but we Dak, split with y'all. Dak played great. I'm I'm glad that rest of happy that game. about that. It's hard <sighs> to beat a team twice. It, either way, one no of those, one of those two teams is going to the Super Bowl for the NFC. I'm 100 percent convinced. Man. What if, Sorry, if, if we meet in the not, NFC Championship, it's going to be, gonna be an epic, mm. epic game. Well, Tampa Bay sure is fucking going to no. fucking make it. I'm just saying, like, we were my, team, my team has a slight chance of making the but playoffs. That would be the only other one I'd make. I don't believe in the 49ers at all. And the fact is, is to me... I, I, think, I think the 49ers are going to take the The Vikings NFC. will choke. The Vikings will choke. Kirk Cousins sucks. I don't believe in, in the 49ers. <laughs> I think they'll go to the NFC Championship, and one of these two teams will play in the NFC Championship and beat the 49ers. So they've, they've, got, they've got the number one defense, man, and you, that's what. And that's then that's why I don't believe in the Eagles. Is their defense gives up so much points? We've had we before and, before the before week ten we had the number one defense, and and the only reason is yeah. CJ Gardner Johnson went out. So before weeks one through ten, the Philadelphia Eagles had the best turnover point differential in the NFL. Weeks 10 through now, we are the worst, and here's what happened. A, fumbles happened, but C.J. Gardner-Johnson going out, he plays at safety. Darius Slay has played like shit so since, he's, secondary. since he's been gone because his help is not there and he doesn't have the chemistry with the safety that's taking a spot, and they're giving up big plays. Yeah, they're big they plays giving up a lot of points. points. But based off of what you've seen from the Cowboys, I know you two are not Cowboys fans whatsoever, but do you think this is the year they win a wild card game and win a divisional game 
and go to the NFC I, Championship. They, 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 they will, he will, Dak will get his first playoff win. But that's going to be it. Just a wild card win, and that's it. Do you think that there's more than that? It depends on if they play Philly in the in the divisional round. If they go straight to Philadelphia, I don't see Dallas beating Philly. A healthy Jalen Hurts at home. I think it's going to be close. And that's another that's another factor, though, is is because there's I'm hearing that Jalen Hurts might be out for a while with that shoulder, but he, I don't no, know. No, he's going to be he if Philadelphia is smart. They they don't play him. I mean, obviously, he's probably not going to be able to play next week. But you well, need, the good thing is they'll probably get a bye. But that's that we have to win one of the next two games. We have to yeah. we, we play the Saints and the Giants. Mm-hmm. If we beat the Saints, rest everybody. Yeah, against New York, who gives a shit? Of course, yeah. yeah. If if we lose to the Saints, man, you almost might have to play Jalen for a half. No, uh, I'm gonna need you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna need y'all to play everybody against the Giants because no, we, we need the Giants throwing. And that's the why I thought he was fine in that Bears game. He goes down, the linebacker lands on his shoulder. His shoulder gets drove in the ground. It's like that Aaron Rodgers injury. Yeah, that's why I didn't know. I and he got remember. up and threw two 67 yard passes after that. I thought he was fine. Yeah, the dude's fucking tough as nails. But I don't Do see. Do you think Dallas- the production will translate into the playoffs with Jalen? Yes. Do you think it's going to be a, there's going to be a significant drop off? No. Well. Yeah. No, here's the thing. It sucks. It kind of irritates me, but they already have an excuse for it if it happens. And then you're you're stuck waiting to see how he does next year. Yeah. But I don't – I honestly think – I'm 100% on his bandwagon, dude. He's fucking legit. But look, man, y'all have a, a really solid backup and, behind and Garner Minshew who can step in and be that. productive. Yeah, he's not – I don't know. Like it's he's, like it's, it's, he's above a game manager to me. We, we won a Super Bowl with a backup, so. Exactly. You've been down that road before. And this team is better than that team. Hey, we got Cooper Rush, so you know. Dak, whatever. But I think I think <laughs> Dallas is as close to returning to Graceland as they've ever been since they've been. Because we have a defense and quarterback and, plays. Well, this is what a little I little bit bu- above average. This is what I don't understand with the Cowboys is running game. Uh, Pollard, give Pollard. If the they ball. would let Mike McCarthy take over the play calling and. Tell Kellen Moore to get off his fucking high horse. He close his mouth. He's a mouth breather. Um, I think I think the <laughs> offense would be personal. better. I think the offense would be better if they would let Mike McCarthy run the fucking plays. I completely and one hundred percent disagree. And so, like, I was, I was, I'm part of like this uh, this NFC East meme war thing on Reddit, and you have to post your team's name next to you so they know who you're talking about, like who you who you go for, and somebody like what set you up. Yeah, basically. And somebody said, uh, it's the holidays. Say one nice thing about a team in the division. And I posted, I said, I firmly believe the Dallas Cowboys are a quarterback and a head coach away from being in the Super Bowl champions. Mike McCarthy, I don't believe in him. That Super Bowl was 100% Aaron Rodgers and that defense. And, yeah, I, I don't believe in Mike McCarthy as the coach of the Cowboys. I don't believe in him yet. But I've got to invest my hopes. Why, why, why so. do you? Why do you doubt? Like, here's my thing. I hate Dallas, right? Like, nobody in this room hates the Cowboys more than me. But why do you doubt Kellen, Kellen Moore is going to be a head coach next year? It's a hundred percent probably guarantee. Shifting gears. For, uh, answer this, and then we'll shift gear on a on a head coach route. We'll stick with the well, why, why? Why do you? Why do you not believe in Kellen Moore? Why would you like? What? What if McCarthy has shown you? Like, look at the dumb decisions he made. Like last year in the the Dak running for the, the wasting five seconds off the clock in the scramble, that play call. 
that he and called. I think that was that. That wasn't even Kellen Moore that called that. They, uh, I guess that was more on Dak. Dak and, and if it was our RPO, he didn't make the right read, and he he pulled the ball and just ran because he just panicked. I mean, there's there's so many different factors that, that could go into play with that type of situation, but I just don't. I don't know. Mike McCarthy historically has always been known as a great play caller. All right, uh, uh, even before he was with Green Bay, um, he was known as a great play, uh, play caller. That's why Dallas hired him was because of his play calling abilities. He does but they, have, but a, they don't. But they don't. A great offensive mind. They don't. You. The, the, but the only thing is, he, he was a defensive coach, the, right? No, he's always been an offensive was he? coach. He was a quarterback, former quarterback. Yeah, and. The only thing is, he's, is, is he comes from that old school West Coast offense shit that everybody's already done figured out already. Right. And God, that um, was the thing back in the early two thousand. Yeah, I mean he, I mean he, the coaching, the coaching tree I mean, that still... he comes from is from that old school West Coast offense type shit, and um, it could still be effective it's, and it's still used widespread. It, yeah, it can the still league. be used. It's just everybody's got it figured out now. Which I'm surprised as 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 to how um, Andy Reid is still so successful. He just it's the errors, you know, man. Personnel, you can't. Yeah, that too. I mean, it's putting get, getting Travis guys in Kelsey space is a freaking nature. It's getting guys in space and let, putting the ball in their hands. You look at Tyreek Hill and all their stud receivers. I mean, that's if you they, have personnel system, that can do that. The system works at you don't every have level. That can do that. But, so okay, here's a question though. Jumping ship, changing directions. Uh, Denver fired their head coach. He That's was an offensive surprise. coordinator before. Not a surprise. He was who's offensive who's moving in there? He was offensive so, coordinator bro, in Green Bay. I, I, I would I would have got rid of Russell Wilson before I would have fired that coach. Hands down, four eleven's a tough start. I, I don't think Nathaniel Hackett was was. Um, I don't either, ready but to be a head coach after all the memes and all the bullshit and Russell Wilson sucks hammered dick. Or it's, but, it's, but, it's, but that's I'll, the thing, though. I think it's, it's a coaching. It's like, uh, so, he's not a bad player. He hasn't fallen off a cliff. So, you didn't get to finish your question, but I have one after that. So what was your question? That was my question. Who's going to replace him? Who are oh, they moving yeah. into that position? Mike um, McCarthy after the Cowboys get Sean Payton. I can't remember his name. I, I saw <laughs> it. I think is it going to be someone? Is, are they going to announce already? Or are they going to wait for that? I can see are they going to wait Ke- to see Kellen Moore the playoffs? Kellen Moore. McCarthy after they... Because the Cowboys are going to fire McCarthy if they lose. Nathaniel him. Hackett. If the Cowboys lose in the first round, Mike McCarthy's fired. So, to, and they so get if they Sean play Payton. Philly in the first round, Philly's not going to play in the first round. So you know, as so we all know, that's who they see Hackett first. was fired. No, uh, so they Dallas been, is going to play in a wild card. They promoted game. within. That they Philadelphia is probably statistically going to get the bye. Jerry Rosenberg was they named hold the insert. like even so like the the the, the, sec, the first two teams in the playoffs get a first round bye. Right. The number two team in the NF- NFL right now is the Minnesota Vikings. The F- Eagles beat the shit out of the Vikings and hold. If they both end with the same record, Philadelphia still is the number one spot because they beat them. Got it. So they're not going to meet in the first round. Jerry Rosenberg is, has been named the interim head coach. <laughs> Bless you. That t- sounded nasty. As yeah, shit. it just hurt. Uh, my, my, my question was there was all this talk of you know before the cowboy game Micah Parson was on Von Miller's podcast and he was discussing um you know he wasn't really taking shots but the media kind of twisted it but he was talking about how he thinks that the system that Jalen Hurts is in is what's funded his success 
I think across the league, there's a there's a conversation that could be had that every quarterback is a product of the system that they're in, to a certain degree. And if they find good success, and they still got to have the so, ability, the so, mechanics, the so talent. Do you, do you think? Do you think just across the board are are any team success in the history of football, Super Bowls, you know, championships, accolades, all these things? Do you think it's more on the coach or on and the coaching and the system, or is it more on individual personnel? Like people are always like, is it Brady or is it Belichick? What, well, what do you guys think? You've got to recruit and draft the players that you need to fit the system that you run. You're not going to have your system, system has got to be personnel. tailored to your players, to the type of players that you're recruiting, that you're bringing into the program. So, therefore, if your system does not fit your players, it's, it's not a player friendly system. It's not going to work. It's it's got to fit the type of personnel you have. Or you're not going to be so successful. You, so you you at all. you say it's more of a player skill, fun success more. Than, it it than starts it starts from the head coach to, to a staff to get those those right players into the system. But but you have to have the like what I'm getting. You got to have like, the right players. Your is, system's got to fit them. Is 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 Tom Brady a fucking amazing quarterback or is he just in a product of his environment. Both. He's a product of Both. his environment. I mean, every successful quarterback is successful because of, of their environment and the scheme that is has been built around them. Right. Like, so you're saying like, that without the system, Tom Brady wouldn't that's have been good coaching. Tom Brady. Any good quarterback I, I that's think, ever been successful would not be who they are without the system that's behind them. But he's a special case, in my opinion. I think I don't feel like he had the raw. So? I, don't I don't feel like I he had the he raw is. talent getting out of Michigan State to be able to become that without Michigan. He went to Michigan. Michigan, whatever the fuck it is. the the blue one, not the green one. <laughs> but he's so successful because of the his intangibles. Which yes, the system, but his intangibles, the fact that he can will his team to win by taking them two minutes down the field to to win in crucial situations. He's clutch. He's effective in I'll high play, pressure I'll situations. I'll play devil's advocate here. I love it. Tom Brady was an undrafted free agent. The system made him into Tom Brady, and now he's able to be Tom Brady elsewhere without that system. Yeah. Like, like he is an, an elite. He's the best quarterback I of mean, all time, and an elite player in key moments. He's old as fuck. The he's system like still followed year. him with Bruce Aarons to Tampa Bay. It's still a similar system to what he's ran before. He has better weapons with well, Tampa Bay. And That's the, why and they these won the coaches Super Bowl. aren't stupid. They're gonna they're gonna like oh what what made this motherfucker won five championships. Yeah. Bruce Arian was, would be fucking dumb if he didn't do something and the, that Belichick did to replicate that. The vertical success. scheme that they run is is so difficult to stop. They were successful against everybody because it's hard to defend and you have the right quarterback with Tom Brady to make the throws and make the plays to hit guys that are coming open to put the ball where it needs to be. He throws guys open. Like the system was just so it, it's you cannot defend name, it. Name it and here's how you fight this argument. Name a shitty quarterback. That's shitty. Like right now or of right, all time? Right now. Just for right now instance. Um fuck. Kirk Cousins. <laughs> fuck that nigga. <laughs> but at the same time he has fucking moments, right? So I would say yeah. Let's look at Garoppolo. You know, he's not playing anymore, but you know, okay. Let's look at him over the past few years. Could Garoppolo go and have fucking success somewhere? How many quarterbacks no. that were good quarterbacks As a went into the Patriots system and didn't fit in with that system though? 
No. I mean, I, Matt Castle had a little bit of success I mean, when he went in. But he's then having he's having he success, or he's had success because of what Kyle Shanahan is bringing to him. You know, you put him on fucking, let's say, the Colts, he's going to be shit. Mm-hmm. You put him on, say, um, fucking right now. Rams. So say the Rams. Say the Rams or Pittsburgh. Uh, he'd be shit. He wouldn't be as good as he, I kinda, as he is. I kind of agree because the fact, like, the proof is in the pudding on, one, Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan, to me, has always been mid. And I think it's really kind of being shown because, like, he has moments of greatness, but when he was at his best, he had fucking Warwick Dunn and fucking, uh, who else was there? Uh, right after Vic left at receiver, and you know he got a young Julio Jones, and the coach that was the son of Roddy that, White what was that coach's name. That was a son of a real famous coach. I can't fucking remember him. His dad died of cancer. He was a real famous coach. But anyway, um, the, he found success with that guy. So I mean, like the, it could have been could have been the system. Jalen Hurts thing, like I think young quarterbacks get a pass because it's like, oh, you're gonna suck until we figure you out. And the thing of it is, like they always show it all the time, is like Jalen has been in a different system every year, and the reason why he's doing good, like I always thought Jalen was inconsistent at OU. James would probably agree that he could game manage, but he he would show weak moments, right? And you know, he got there was a the whole benching. He was, he was at just a, like a one read guy. I mean, but he, he, he could use his legs, and he at the end of the day he was a Heisman finalist, so he was a runner up. True, true. So no. he was a good quarterback. But and but at Alabama, you know, he got benched by Tua. There was that whole thing, and but now it's like Jalen was in the same system two years in a row with Nick Sirianni and his personnel, and look at him now. Yeah, he's legitimately if he's he got if he coaching. plays if he plays one more game, he's probably going to get the MVP. They have tailored that offense to fit him. To make him successful and it's worked. I'm the system. I has. personally don't want Jalen to win MVP. Do you know why? Why? Not many people know this, but out of the last 24 straight MVPs that were quarterbacks, none have won a championship that same year. Oh yeah. yeah. So I still I don't want him to win the MVP. I think I think overall, in general, with things, you have to choose a system over an individual. That's just the way it works. Well, you're going to have to because the coach, right? Yeah, that's why I was kind of coach you a have, real player. You've got to have a quarterback that can that can execute and be effective no and matter what. I'm or so, you coach that player into fitting into your system. James is going to be a Mike Tomlin one day because, like, I think it's cool that we have a legit coach, football coach, on the podcast, and he's sitting here. Probably the needle swaying more sides of the players and the personnel than the coaching. I mean, you, you've got you've got to fit it around your players, just like with with me and my my guys. We have the players to be successful running the ball, pounding the ball on the ground, and out physicaling people. Right, so Dang. we our our playbook is very very vast and expansive, but we narrow it down because we have the players to be successful. You know what? Certain you way. know what plays are going to work for these guys. Right. You know what system to build around. And the that's players. a very that's a very coaching answer. To, like that, to, to me, that's what a good coach successful. would say. Is is I I have I know what this guy can do. So I'm going to develop my offense around this guy or these guys. I know what they're capable of. I know what they're not capable of. And I'm going to develop the offense and defense to suit their needs and, and their skill set. Yeah, which is why the system. And like with my seventh grade kids, we it's have a, it's a system. We have a lot of guys that are really good catching the football. We've so got, that, 
We've got in, we've got a big tight end. We've got a slot receiver. We got two tall kids out on the outside, so we can sling it around a little bit. We can use the uh, vertical passing game, horizontal passing game. Use the the swings, the fast screens, and, and everything like that because we have the Rico, weapons to do that. You see it all the time. Players that play fucking great one year, they get traded, they go to another team, and that coach is a fucking idiot and won't tailor to that player's needs anymore, yeah. and they suck ass. We have the ability to spread defenses out. I think I think it truly comes down to good coaching and so, that are that you I think I think I think players are very good because they have good coaches. Good coaches make good players. However, I do think it is also true that some players are just freaks of fucking nature. Oh, yeah. And they and are, and yeah. are like the Michael Jordans. They just have that that ability to 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 succeed in anything. You put them out there on the field, they're going to compete. That's but does it go the, does it go the other way? Does it go the other way? Good everyone agrees good ca- good coaches make good players. Yes? Yes. yes good players absolutely. make because, good coaches because their schemes fit no, the players. Oh, no, 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 no. No. Like Dion Dion lost his bowl game. You know. And I didn't even know. Like, I kind of think it's I watched not, the entire game. I think game. it's dumb that they let him coach this season. I think he shouldn't have done anything because all that does – there was all this hype, and it's like, let give him an off season and then see if you could truly judge him now. And it's like, oh, man, you can't compete at this level. You know what I mean? But they lost their bowl game. But it's like, oh, he has this built-in excuse, right? He just came in. He's trying to tailor to these – players that have just fit this so it's going to be really interesting to see if if he has a full offseason if he can have them winning in i FBS. mean he won at the fcs level at jackson state at hbcu they won 12 straight games they won the swac championship i think especially with college but is that it, success going to translate to the FBS? yes the because thing, of who he is listen I don't, I, that's right because they're recruiting because personnel this is this is all college football is about recruiting it's about recruiting it's about getting the best players in why why is alabama the best in the country because they have year. the best recruiting because they they're 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 a number one number two recruiting it, class for the past like five or six years that's why that's why they have co- the best that's players. why a college team will never beat an nfl team because in the nfl every even like the shitty who's really bad right now like the super bowl champion la rams where baker mayfield was goddamn near perfect yesterday um adrian doesn't like Kirk oh but he's a bust right well <laughs> He's not. Or was it the system? I don't think he's a bust either. I think Cleveland's just god damn god trash awful. The, the Cleveland's where people go to die. But anyways, keep going. But what I, what I'm getting at is uh, in the NFL, everybody on the field is running a fucking four three, right? Yeah, they're they're older. They're they're they've got better strength and conditioning. They're the best in the on NFL, the planet. But they're just they're more mature. You're, so you're insane if you've ever said. This Alabama team will beat the fucking Cleveland Browns. You're fucking crazy. The, the Cleveland Browns, at the worst, would destroy any college team. You're probably yeah, right. The, but the average age of, what, 19 and a half? No, not even that. They, like College has the youth, but that's the thing, right? Every player in the experience. NFL go through a draft. Mm-hmm. They, do you understand that there's only, like, what? How many players drafted? 275? About 200. 200 and something like that? That's it? Do you know how many college athletes there are starting in college football programs? Tens of thousands. And that's what I'm saying. Like, these are the best of the best. Mm -hmm. If you think the Cleveland Browns are going to lose to Alabama, you don't know football. You don't. That's just plain and simple. The reason Dion is going to be successful, because he's polarizing for one, he can get kids to come play for him because of who he is and what he's accomplished in his life. He knows what he's talking about. He's a two-sport athlete. He played in a World Series, won two Super Bowls. He's one of the greatest athletes of all time. Who doesn't want to learn from somebody 
that has that notoriety and, and that much success throughout their career. He has a good coaching staff that followed him to Colorado. He's doing all the right things. He's going to get blue chip recruits. They're going to be good. They're yeah. going to compete for national championships within the next five to eight years. They will because he's going to get those recruits and those players that are going to make them successful on the field. That's like saying that oh, – I don't know if he still does. My, a couple of my friends – and I, he, this isn't a shot at him at all. He's he's awesome. He He's fought in a lot of uh, – MMA-type uh, events and stuff like that. But that's like saying the guy that used to run uh, extreme martial arts, Ty Garrett, here in Amarillo, could beat Conor McGregor. You're, you're fucking insane. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. Like Yeah, that argument is no completely fully. invalid that, yeah. that an NFL team would lose to a college football team. It can't happen. So, I don't know. That was, that was fun, kind of going down the – football rabbit hole we hadn't got to do sports here in a while and it's my you're, first time back in a while you're welcome yeah thanks thanks dad i've got more of those you know, yeah we can go on and, and on and you on me to take you into a new one this time of the well year. i was gonna just go riff with it but you got more no, topic let's riff, hear it no riff with it no i don't no, know I no, now, now i'm on the spot and i, I had nothing else <laughs> he's like i made it all up like, I, I knew you were gonna be able to go and i was okay so here's see you don't think i'm gonna be able to go crocodile what did you think of it because this is a beer that we tried, um, that Adrian brought last week for our, our winter beer. And to me, it was good, but you talked to us about it because you don't like sour beers at all. Sours, sours and IPAs, I think they, they suck. Yeah, I'll agree with you. The IPAs. Yeah, I hate IPAs. Sour, the but, but sour taste. I would rather that, have an IPA than a sour. Like the, sours are terrible. The aftertaste with that, and just the way that it tastes okay. like Christmas. Hey, you can't, you can't, here, you can't knock that it tastes bro, like Christmas. T- drink this beer. It's gonna suck dick, but drink the whole can and wait five minutes, man. It tastes so good. <laughs> like the aftertaste. Again, once you get past the sour, you can't knock Says the fact that every it tastes like Christmas. Trendy guy with a Carhartt so, beanie. So here's what I'm saying. Like I, I have no Carhartt yeah. beanie. You fuck. <laughs> it's so funny that people wear Carhartt shit that's never done a fucking hard day's work in their life. Like anybody I ever saw Carhartt, they were on a ranch or working on a car. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like sours suck ass, and like. The aftertaste, uh, this is what I was telling James, you drink this, by the way, for people listening, this is called, uh, this is called Seasick Crocodile from Prairie Artisan Ales. It's a sour ale with cranberries, ginger, cinnamon, and nutmeg, and it's decorated very Christmassy, looks like kind of Christmas wrapping paper, and I told James, I said, if you were to drink this, and it didn't have the sour in it, if it was just like an ale with that flavor, and those things in it, without that? It'd be one of the best beers I've ever had for this time of year. This is fucking garbage. Pour it out. <laughs> I don't like sours. They suck. And like that's why I don't like that company Martin House. Martin and House or whatever. Like people love their shit. Like they're the ones that if you don't know, they're the ones that make the, the best made pickle beer. Oh yeah, I don't and know those people. Anyway. <laughs> they their beers are real popular. There's one in the fridge right now that somebody brought that says Gingerbread Man on it. And Martin and House... Oh, yeah. That was terrible, too. Yeah, that Mar- Martin House makes one of two kinds of beers. Either their beers are extremely sour or extremely sweet. And there's no fucking in between. And they all... Like, their beers taste like chocolate diarrhea or uh, some fucking hipster at 806 is... Uh, pre-ejaculate. Which, I don't know. Oddly <laughs> enough, oddly enough, will also taste like chocolate diarrhea. No, is I was, I was going around? more on the sour route. Is, that is, one? is the 806 still around? I think so. 
uh, the coffee, I I, the coffee eight oh six place on Sixth Street. Yes, definitely not the area I don't code think that I have so. to dial I, now. I did an open mic I one. I did an open mic one night there, and I got booed. When? Boo. God, I don't know, like two thousand five. Okay, that's seventeen years ago. Yeah, yeah well, when you no, were seventeen. I'm no, not asking that, about shit but, that was seventeen. But, hey, but it was a hey, trendy, remember Western? Pl- <laughs> it was a trendy plat, uh, place back then. Yeah, like yeah, like it is today. I didn't and know it was still. They open. had an open mic, and it was a bunch of dudes playing acoustic guitar and reading poetry. And I did did, did comedy, and the, yeah. they didn't fucking like it. I wasn't. I was offensive. Well, <laughs> comedy is offensive. Like they got to get used to it. You Sorry. have to. You have to be able to offend. Sorry about your life. Hoity toities. That's those people. Okay, yeah. So I I didn't know that eight oh six was still around. That's that's why I asked the question. But um. Because I knew Palace was down the street a little bit, right? Uh, that's, and that's that's taken over a lot. Is Palace even still there? I'm not over in yeah, Sixth Street two, anymore. They have two locations. I actually yeah. don't mind. Like the Palace on got one Georgia, on 34th and Coulter. The one on Georgia, I study there a lot, and their cappuccinos fucking great. And they have an alcohol bar at the back. Hey, is the one Very downtown nice. still open? There's the original one? Ooh, no, I don't think it is. Damn. Is it? May it might be, but I don't. The think one on Polk so. Street. It was, I think Georgia's the big one now. And there's one over on like 34th. 34th and Yeah, Colton, yeah, over by Fuzzy's. Fuzzy's is a good place for breakfast burritos. Yep. I like their fish tacos. God, man, I love the Taco Bell on Ross and Washington. Washington <laughs> 34th. Could you imagine that somebody's like, Really? Bro, I'm going to take you to this place that has the best breakfast burritos. You're going to fucking love it. And then they take you to Taco Bell. Oh, man. How mad would you be? Disappointment. I often, when I drive, because are you back on the bus? No. Oh, what are you doing now? I'm a supervisor. Okay, because every single time I drive by one, I like stalkingly creep and look, and I'm like, "Is Joseph in there?" Because I'm gonna do some weird shit if he's in there, and you're never in there. No, I, so. I, I'm, I'm the boss man now. Yeah. I don't, and and those of you I that don't, don't know, I, that's um, above my station. Yeah, yeah. And those of you that don't know, I watched Third Watch as a kid, which is how I know it's called a bus. Um, but that's yeah, the end of our episode number ninety four. Uh, we hope to see you back here next week in in twenty minutes uh, for episode ninety five. See you guys next time. Bye.